Hello everyone, and a very warm welcome to our Off the Cuff series on our Dynamic Show. I am Mariana, and I'm so grateful you've tuned in. This is an unscripted, impromptu recording. There's no special editing or fixing of the voices in these recordings, just raw, in-the-moment realness. Now our off-the-cuff subject today is, how do you move out of who people have known you to be and who you have evolved to be now? And we are so fortunate to have a guest with us. Welcome, Makoda. Thank you. Welcome. I felt like there would be different perspectives having a guest about this specific subject. So I got her. We're doing this off the cuff. Are you ready to go? Yep. Okay. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. So question to the listeners is, like, have you had to explain or justify is not the right word, or, you know, how when people have known you to be a certain way, and then all of a sudden you're not, like, maybe even going to like a school reunion or family reunions, and they've known you or remember you to be a certain way, and then you're just not that anyway, but sometimes it's hard for them to to, to change that or let it go. So, Makoda, I'll start with you as well. How do you move out of who people have known you to be and who you have evolved to be now? Well, it's uh, different for everyone, obviously, and I think that it is very situational uh, depending on what you're wanting to show them. But I think that's the key word is showing them that you've changed. I think a lot of people, when they do change, they kind of want to hide behind their old self or they want to try to make it easier for people to understand it for them. So they'll try to, you know, go on a big roundabout story about it or have to have like a whole monologue ready for it. But I think the easiest way for someone to understand how you've changed is to have them see it and visually be able to see it and be able to see how that change has affected you. And if you're happier because of it, I think it's a lot easier for them to accept. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a good point showing them. But if you, if you're not with them, even like, you know, the talking to them or. Well, showing them can be a picture. It can be the way that you talk. It's just that you're not trying to be that last. You're not trying to be the person that you used to be because you're afraid of what they're going to say about it. And I think that's the best thing is to be confident in what you want to be. And then if they don't accept it, then that's not really, that's past what you can do for them about it. So yeah, like what you're saying is, is be who you are now, regardless of what they thought you should be or what, you know, I mean, is, am I getting the gist of what you're trying to say? Is this like, just be confident in who you are now versus having to fit into what they expect you to be or expected you to be or the way they've known you to be. Yeah, because I think especially if you talk about the thing of, of, you know, a school reunion or a family reunion even, I think that you trying to be like you were beforehand is going to be a lot more noticeable than you just being yourself now because the way that you thought you were back then is probably not how they saw you back then. 
Yeah. You know, you bring up a great point. And what comes to my mind is uh, perception too, because, you know, I remember growing up and then someone was like, oh, you always sew this or you're always so that, but then you talk to someone else and they're like, no. Yeah. You know, and, and I always bring up the law of attraction because sometimes people bring out certain things in people depending on where both people's energy is at the time. So mm. some people bring out different things in others and it really does depend on where everyone is at energetically as well when, when you're having that communication. I think about going to your old home, you know, so say when you go back to visit where you grew up, you sort of grew up in two places, but Mm -hmm. like, and seeing those friends, like, how does that feel for you? Because again, you have done, some people have just stayed in that small town, so they don't have the experience or whatever that you do. But like, how do you feel sometimes going back there and visiting well, it's definitely weird to go back and visit because uh, sometimes they have to stay in their little box and they haven't changed at all as a person, or at least I don't feel like they have. I don't perceive that they have. But I think the biggest thing, again, is just to minorly catch them up on how you've changed. But if you don't work well with that person anymore because you've changed, that's totally fine, too, because the person that I was in high school with my you know, my school friends might not be the person that I am now and the way that I act or, you know, the things that I've done might not be something that they want to hang around anymore. And you can't hold on to what was or what you want it to be when you come back. It just, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Right. Yeah. That brings up a good point because again, you might be at different stages of your life too. Yeah. You know, and at some point down the road, you might reconnect again or something because- You've all of us are evolving, you know, in this life and everyone's experiencing and changing and expanding in their life. And and even if it is, Makota had mentioned, like sometimes if you're in a smaller city or a smaller town, then you're used to that smaller town. When someone comes from, say, a bigger city or that have traveled a lot and has a lot more life experience under their belt or even the age groups that are different around that as well. So it's not that you can't complement each other as long as I guess people are open to be who you are now. Cause I think the essence of people are primarily the same, you know, you know, if you're kind, then you're kind. Like I can't see, like if you're kind, all of a sudden you turn super angry, you know, or you, or you turn super this or that or whatever. But I mean, that happens. Don't get me wrong. Cause I know people that have, that has happened to and with, but because of life experiences, I guess just being open too, because again, you're, you're naturally supposed to evolve. Yeah. And again, who you were in or who I was in elementary school and, you know, 40 some years later, almost 50 years later now, or I guess 40 some or whatever, whatever it ends up being. I certainly have had a lot of um, growth and expansion. And like I said before, life experience. So how could I be that? But again, some of the essences would be the same, still loving, maybe kind or gentle or thoughtful or whatever. All the, you know, some of those words will remain the same. Now, what about with parents now, given that most of our audience knows that 
I'm the mother and you're the daughter. And sometimes we switch those roles as she's growing. (laughs) (laughs) But do you feel that sometimes I am seeing you or how can you help others see as you're growing up as a daughter with a parent or parents that, you know, you're not that little girl anymore, even though in a lot of people's minds and parents' minds, whether it's a a boy or a girl, it's just like, you'll always be my little boy. You'll always be my little girl. But I understand all that. And that's all, that's a heartfelt thing. But what about the, the true essence of it, which is you do grow up, you do evolve. You're not the same person. So how do you, how does that work with a parent, you know? I think it's the same thing. I think you just have to show them, you know, I I think it was, you know, little things as I grew up, maybe saying a few bad words or, you know, being a part of concepts or ideas that were a bit more mature, you know, being able to watch, you know, R-rated movies, you know, things like that, that you realize, oh, well, she's not seven anymore, that she can actually do those things now. And I think that for a lot of kids, that's scary because they don't want their parents to think that they've raised them improperly or that like they can't just be innocent forever. And I think a lot of parents have that struggle that they need to get over of that. You can't keep your child innocent or like, like a child for their whole lives. And that being able to see that they can actually mature and be like you were when you were that age. And I think a lot of parents forget that they used to be exactly like them when they were that age too. And they had the same thing with their parents. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. And it it reminded me, talking about this of an example, yesterday, going to an appointment with you to the doctors. I mean, first of all, it was like, Makota's got her license now and she's got, you know, she's studying to be a teacher and, and you know, she has her work and stuff as well around teaching. And I'm trying to teach share more mature stuff with you. So it's almost like, do you, do you want me to come to the doctors with you? Remember, like, instead of going before, I'd just be like, okay, we're going, you know, (laughs) like, no, I'm coming with you because whatever protective mama want to make sure that she gets there. Okay. And, and, you know, and go in with her and, you know, sort of, I don't know, try to be protective and micromanage maybe a little bit. Does that relate to any parents out there at all? (laughs) I think it's just the difference, though, as you said, like before you would automatically come in with me kind of because that was the thing that you do as a parent. You know, you want to make sure that the things that they're telling your your kid are actually making sense to them because, you know, when you're young, you don't know all those terms and what they mean and how that affects them. But I think that it's her still coming with me, still being supportive, but knowing that that's like give me the option because I'm old enough to have the option and to know, hey, maybe I just want to figure this out for myself, but still not relinquishing that, uh, you know, that support over it, I think. Yeah, because I remember we were getting close to the doctor's office and I said, you have one minute to decide, do you want to go in by yourself or do you want me to go in? And the only reason why is because it was some results of some, you know, tests. So I wanted to be able to comprehend as a parent and then make sure that Makoda was asking the right questions and comprehend as well. But I said, you have one minute to decide whether I'm coming in with you or I'm staying. And that means that you can still, I'm just outside, so I can still go in if you need me or I can 
be on speakerphone if you're not understanding something or the doctor saying, you know, depending on what the results was and thank yeah. goodness it was something, you know, just minor, but you, you never, you never know when you go for test results yeah. or blood test results or anything. So, and I remember saying that to you, like, you have one minute to decide. And then what did you say when we got there? I said, yeah, you can do it on my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is big for, it's, it's a, sometimes it's a big change in, in whether, whatever age that happens at or whatever, then so, so be it. But it was just a really good example of just respecting your child enough to ask them what they want instead of just thinking they are no longer who they used to be. They are mature and grown up and they need to be respected as well. So, so what about for like business now? Just a quick example is what I grew up as a business. And if you listen to the last um, off the cuff, when we had that uh, career challenge where Makota did a guest spot for me and then I accepted her challenge and then went over why I picked the careers that I did and what led me to that. But I would never have thought when I was growing up, when I did decide to do the travel and tourism, and if you haven't listened to that, you could just go listen to both of them. I never thought after I picked the travel and tourism route and, and went through all of that, which I liked, and sort of the spiritual side of the the healing and the modalities that I've learned along the way that I'd be doing blogs, podcasts, vlogging, <laughs> vehicle videos, dynamic moments, do starting online courses, creating a kid's program. Like I would have never known that. So how do you, from again, what people that you haven't seen for a while, how do you just share? It's just like, okay, well, yes, I still love my travel and tourism, but this is what I'm doing now. How, how do you bridge that gap for people that just may not understand that, you know, just because they haven't changed, you have? Yeah, I think that's a good question, too. I think I remember, especially growing up, that uh, one of the questions that I hated the most that people asked me was, oh, what are you going to do when you grow up? And obviously, they would ask me that when I was 10, 11, 12, all the way up until I graduated. And Really, I didn't know, and I didn't think that it was right for any kid that age to know what they wanted to do for the rest of their lives. But if they did, great. <laughs> you know, if they did, great, yeah. yeah. But even then, that that could change a million times. Like, I wanted to be a veterinarian, and then the second that I looked into it, I was like, no, never mind. But I was telling people that for a long time, and that changes, and you have to be able to adapt to those things. So I think that if you tell one person that you want to be something that they shouldn't auto assume that that is who you are because your job is not who you are. So just like my mom being, you know, travel tourism, all that, her doing those things is not who she is. And if she changes her job, it really shouldn't be that big of a deal. But a lot of people think that the second that they get a job or they get a degree in that thing that they can't ever expand and do something else. And so I think it's also helping people realize that they can do that because I think a lot of people feel like they're stuck. So maybe they'll be inspired by being like, oh, well, this girl, you know, she went from being travel and tourism and now she's all the way doing blogs. I could do that too. You know, that it's, you're giving them the opportunity to realize that it's not inaccessible. Mm -hmm. And being, and, and that brings up a good point because it's not just about, you know, it is blogs and vlogs, blogs and vlogs, vlogs with a V. 
podcasts and, you know, all these other things in online courses is that, again, it's this natural evolution. Mm -hmm. And, and it's like, what is meaningful in your life? You know, what is meaningful? Because what, what was meaningful when, when I was in elementary or high school or college or even my young career or whatever was, what was meaningful then was, you know, it was just to have fun and learn. And, and when I went in the travel and tourism industry, it was all about traveling. Let's see how far I can <laughs> get, how many places I can go see. And then the hotel industry as well. And just that whole movement. And, you know, again, go listen to the, the podcast about it. It's almost like, do you ever find that anyone's put you in a box? They're, they're like, how could she be doing blogs or podcasts or, or online courses or, or, creating a kid's program, like, you know, and for you, it'd be like, okay, well, I knew Makota before, like, how could she be now studying, you know, going to university for four years and now studying to be an elementary school teacher when I knew her as whatever, like, how do you? Yeah, I I think a lot of the time when people say that they're just jealous. (laughs) Honestly, they're jealous of the fact that you can change yourself that easily. Because I think a lot of people, whether they want to or not, might have an issue with the idea of change and the idea that you can change your mind or find something that's better for you. And so even when I was, you know, going to high school, all those people were probably like, oh, well, I can't wait to see her be a veterinary. And they were already maybe stuck with what they wanted to do for the rest of their lives. And they didn't think that that change was ever possible, really. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess it boils down to it is an individual thing. And I think talking right now, about it because I'd always had, you know, some kind of a little bit of resistance around letting people know what I did now, because it's like, who are you to do this? And then I think, well, who am I not to? Yes. You know, I have a ton of education, a ton of life experience, and this is not about justification. It's just about when you have this calling and you have this knowledge and you've spent a lot of time, you know, getting to the place where now, why wouldn't you share that? If one, if you're helping one person, then great. And it's not even about helping others. I always say I do these because it helps me. <laughs> it, you know, all of this stuff is evolution for me and an expansion for me. So if it has meaning for me, then yes. So I will share more of it with my family and friends and not be as concerned about their feedback on it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if they don't like it, then okay, they don't they listen. don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> they don't it. like it, and they don't listen, and that's okay. Because everything is not for everybody, and everybody's yeah. not for everything. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, and everything always works out for everybody. They'll get what they want, and it's and on that, and that's just because of that's a little bit of the fear side uh, yes. coming out. Versus, what about the positive side? Like maybe this is what that extra meaning that they're looking for in their lives might help. Because a lot of what we offer too is just questions, not saying one way is the only way or the right way, but it's like, what serves you? You know, this is a subject. This is what's happened. This is an example. Figure out what works for you. If you like it, great. And if you don't like it, instead of making fun of it, put it down, ask yourself why, you know, like maybe it's because you need to clear up something around that Mm -hmm. there. So I think one last thing is just the 
you think about ever falling into that old patterns of having to fit in with, like I said, family or friends to fit in, like where you, you said, go to a family reunion or you go to whatever and you feel like you have to be a certain way or fit into the way because they just might not understand you and you're totally now speaking a different language or whatever, but you might fit into some of your old patterns. Like for instance, going back to your childhood home or whatever it might be. Maybe some of the people, like I said, hasn't fully evolved or changed and they just do the same thing a lot of times or. I think for that, uh, maybe when I was younger, yes, but I think the easiest thing for that is being confident in what you are doing. Because if I wasn't confident in the fact that I was going for my degree, the fact that I wanted to be a teacher, then maybe I would go back and be like, oh, well, I'm still not sure. I wouldn't elaborate. But I think I'm at a point in life where I've had a lot of people judge me for the choices that I made or think that they're wrong. And maybe back then I would care, but I don't anymore, really. If they don't like it, then okay. That I don't know. That that is a bridge for them to cross. Like I'll give them the information, and then they can do whatever they want with it. If they don't want to talk to me anymore, that's their issue. And I would hope that me being who I want to be and me who being authentic would not be something that they would want to stray away from. Mm-hmm. They should be happy for the fact that I actually found something that I like, and not to try to go down to a level that I'm unhappy with. And do you think? Sometimes it's just because people don't understand. So when people don't understand things, they tend to put it down or make yes. fun of it or put someone down or whatever, because they just don't understand it or think it's not, you know, because everyone has their opinion. Everyone has their point of view. We understand that. We do We do multimedia stuff around that. Yeah. It's a lot easier for people to judge it and criticize it than to actually take the time to understand it. Which is, I think sometimes when you make a change of who you used to be to who you are now, is that you find a new tribe. Sometimes, like sometimes you have to. Sometimes, like my, you know, family and friends or whatever, they will support what I do. They don't, may not understand it, but they'll still support it, you know, to the fact that I love you as a family member, as a friend, but I don't fully get what you're doing. Yeah. But they can still be supportive versus... You don't have to fully understand it to be supportive. And if people think that way, then they obviously need to (laughs) get some practice in it. Yeah. Maybe maybe a different perspective. Who knows? And what about just falling into old patterns? Say, for instance, been an alcoholic or used drugs or done whatever, and they've then they come across that old gang that they used to hang out with and in whatever. And, and now they don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that if it serves you to feel like you have to go back to that, then that's something that you need to cross on your own. Uh, not to say that those types of things are obviously positive, but for some people they need to end that chapter on their life fully before they can actually move on. Because if you just stop for the wrong reasons, or if you, don't feel like that chapter is complete for you, that it's going to be a lot easier to go back into those old habits. So it's better that if you want to, again, say, stop drinking or stop being an alcoholic, you should completely negate anything that were to do with it if that serves you to get away from it. Yeah. And you'll find a lot in the dynamic series, all of our stuff will say if it serves you, because really at the end of the day, it starts from within. 
and it has to feel good. Um, again, we're always uh, evolving and expanding in this life. So if it serves you is again, just a, the verbiage that we use right now, really meaning about check in with your guidance, check in with your inner being, you know, if it's good for you, if it feels good. And if it doesn't feel good, then either live with that not feeling good or make the change. Yeah. So the last question for you, how do you move out of who people have known you to be and who you have evolved to be now? Is there any last thoughts around that? I would just say for anyone that's struggling with that, just show them that you are confident in who you are now. And to know that they should be able to see the difference between the uncertainty and the indecisiveness that you might have been before and now how much more you've blossomed with the choice that you've made. Great. And showing yourself, if I could just add a little bit to your comment, Makoda, is showing yourself Yes, and, and being proud of yourself for the change, even before showing others or and or in conjunction, but honoring yourself for making that change and knowing, again, that it's your life yeah. and you get to choose what, again, serves you. <laughs> honoring yourself for that it's okay to make those changes. Right. Good? That's perfect. Yeah. Well, okay, great. All right. Well, I think that's all for today for this topic. So... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Visit us at dynamicsshow.info. That's D-A-Y-N-A-M-I-C-S-S-H-O-W dot I-N-F-O or dynamicsseries.com and look for the multimedia tag. We have some great products and content to explore, so have some fun on the websites. Oh, and I do need to add that all material are copyrighted and are for informational purposes. So until we meet again, follow the EEE principle, make the choice to be empowered, which enriches your life and expands your experiences. And I want to say a special thank you to Makota for being part of this podcast, Podnamic show today. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Make it a dynamic day. Make it a dynamic day.